Welcome to We Are Free. I am your host, Becky Marchetto, and you're listening to episode 11. This is a podcast about letting go of what we think our lives should look like and the sweet freedom God has for us on the other side of surrender. Today's episode is going to be just a little bit different, actually pretty much a lot different. I'm having my husband, Jesse, on today. I thought it would be a good time to introduce him since we just celebrated our 10th wedding anniversary on November 21st. So, hey, Jess, how's it going? It's going good. <laughs> good, good. Yeah. Um, we are going to talk about how we met. Um, Jesse and I have sort of a funny, I think it's sweet, love story. Um, but before we do, um, just so you get a little bit to get to know him a little bit, he's an Enneagram 7 for those of you who are into the Enneagram. Um, very true to a 7 as far as I've seen and experienced. Um, he also is a dodgeball world champion. Yes, that is a thing. When we were dating at first in the early days and months, he told me that. And I was like, is he lying to me, trying to impress me? But no, he really is. Like I Googled it and you can find him on the internet being a dodgeball world champion. Um, so that's Jesse. I think that actually kind of falls into the Enneagram 7 thing anyway. Um, I don't think any other numbers really might be that in life. <laughs> but um, anyway, I wanted to bring him on and introduce you and just us as a couple because um, I had no idea I would be doing this podcast, gosh, even six months ago, let alone, you know, five, 10 years ago. And the fact that we've been married 10 years, we have conversations so often about, we had no idea this is where we would be in life. And you might ask us like five years from now, where do you want to be? I have no idea. And I don't know what God's going to do or how he's going to tie everything together. But what I think is really cool is just how we met and the businesses that we've had and the passions we've had and the different things that we've done. Um, in our lives so far have led us to exactly where we are now. And you look back and all the pieces go together so well. So this is a little bit different and we're going to cover probably more of that, those kind of topics on the podcast, just like how God um, provides and strings things together and uh, works his story for our lives. But first, I just want to start way back at the beginning um, when Jesse and I met, because um, that's just the beginning of us in our life. So we are going to tell this story. Um, Jesse and I met in South Africa, first of all, and both of us were living in North County, San Diego, um, actually prior to us meeting in South Africa. We live probably 10 minutes from each other. If you're familiar with San Diego at all, I was living in Carlsbad and Jesse was living in Oceanside, Vista. In Vista, yeah. And what's even crazier is I think that we like probably had like some you know, maybe not like mutual friends, but like only like one circle removed from people to what, you know, when we got to know each other, it was like, Oh, you know, this person, Oh, I know that person. Or at least I'm a, like, I know that that person exists. And it's pretty crazy that like, we probably would have met eventually if we stayed here in San Diego, but I don't know if anything ever would have come of it. I'll answer the question. Probably nothing would have ever come of it. <laughs> I feel like, I mean, we met in South Africa. Both of us had left our jobs for a year to go work for a nonprofit, a ministry there, um, a small ministry at the time. It was called Monte Cristo. And I'm four years older than Jesse. And I went because I felt like life just, I felt like super convicted to leave my job as a magazine editor and move to go work there for a year. And Jesse, on the other hand, we were just talking about this the other day with our Bible study that like we both ended up in Pearl, South Africa for two totally different reasons. Why did you go? 
it was just like a cool opportunity. I think um, I had He's a, a seven. <laughs> <laughs> I had like a really cool job. I was working for a great church um, in the junior high ministry there. And at the time, like I thought like I was going to do youth ministry for the rest of my life or at least be, you know, in ministry for the foreseeable future. And, um, I got this, this job out there, this opportunity to go out there. And I was like, you know, like, I'm never going to have another chance necessarily in my mind to go do that again. Um, and so I was like, yeah, let's see if what happens and, you know, let's see if I can make this work and things just started falling into place and I was able to go. So Jesse and I went to South Africa, but about six months apart, we both quit our jobs here to go there. Um, but he was about six months ahead of me. And, um, anyway, so here we are, I think I was just turning 26 and you were 21. I'm yeah, I just turned 21, just turned I think. 21. So yeah. I was 25 and, um, I had zero, <laughs> zero interest. Like I didn't even look at Jesse in any way that could have been anything. Cause in my mind, like I was there to do writing and photography and marketing work for this organization and he looked fun, but he just seemed like a 21 year old kid to me, he, you know, nice and all, but, um, yeah. So upfront there was nothing, but, um, you know how small organizations are, uh, basically they took our, there was a lot to do. There was a lot on the plate of this organization and they took Jesse's skill set and my skill set and they started putting us on projects together, like photography based stuff. Um, we created an ad campaign. I think that was the first thing we had yeah. time. We had either one of us done that. Um, now you're doing lots of that. <laughs> yeah, no, we, I think we created, uh, like a website or at least like a section of a website and, um, they kind of just put us on projects together. We became the media people and yeah, like Becky was saying, there was really nothing like romantic. It was fun. Like we were friends, you know, like in a small organization, especially, you know, the organization where like the, the majority of the people who work for this organization were, uh, significantly older than us. Um, and so it was like Becky, me, um, uh, you know, one other American and then a couple other like younger South Africans that not you know, that was like our circle of friends. And so we all just hung out all the time. Yeah. So we started working on these projects together and then, uh, we all went on this trip into Namibia and go, where did we all go? Let's see here. Well, the, the actual trip was, uh, to work with a school in Namibia, Namibia, mm -hmm. Um, but we drove up to, we drove all through, uh, Namibia and Botswana, we, you know, me, Angola. And, me and a friend, uh, uh, swam across the river to go to Angola, <laughs> <laughs> just to say that we did it. Um, and I think that, uh, maybe that was it. I think that was it. Yeah. So we're traveling, um, with, I think it was like 16, 17 people, like from you know, our, from our ministry that we all went together to do this outreach. And you know how it is. Like you were on a road trip basically like in Africa and we are in these we're the land rovers wrote, I don't know what they're yeah. called. Um, and we're in the back of these things and the roads are like sand, like holes. Like, <laughs> I mean, you guys have ever been on Indiana Jones at Disneyland or like any like ride that's like supposed to be like adventure -y or like, it's like fake, like off-roading. It's, it's like that constantly. But so. real off-roading. Yeah. So, um, we're, we smell, we're sitting in the back of these cars for days on end on end. And I remember Jesse, he had something stuck in his foot and he had a Swiss army knife and he asked me to like dig it out of his foot. It's like zero interest. You guys, like we're just being <laughs> like totally like, we're not trying to impress each other. So I'm digging this thing out of his foot. And anyway, days went on and more conversations and you were in the car for a really long time. You start asking stuff like, 
I don't even know. We, I mean, it was with other people. There were probably five people in the car, but we're asking stuff like what you're looking for in somebody and all sorts of stuff like that. And somewhere in there, I don't know. I think Jesse started being a little flirty with me first. I could be, I don't think I'm wrong. I think he, I think he gave those vibes. Probably correct. First. Um, and I was like, okay, he's fun. Like we're in the middle of Africa. I didn't know anything about the Enneagram then, but he was definitely like a seven and I am a one. So in health, I go to a seven. So we're traveling. Like I feel like a seven. We're like running around Africa. It felt sort of fun. Um, anyway, somewhere, no, oh, he's got something to say about this. <laughs> well, I think, you know, we started asking each other those questions and, uh, like by that point, I think I was definitely like starting to be like, Oh, like Becky seems pretty cool. I think, you know, like she seems super fun. Maybe I should start, I don't know, like pursuing this a little bit more. And, uh, you know, as those questions start going back and forth, um, you know, I asked her, you know, so what are you looking for? And, you know, she tells me a little bit and then she asked me, what about you? Um, and so I'm like, okay, you know, that's a good sign if she's like asking me, you know, that question back. So I'm like, okay, like, okay, how can I like knock this out of the park? And so I essentially just start describing Becky, right? Like, oh, you know, like definitely a brunette, um, like super smart, funny, witty. Um, I started like going down the line on all these different things and I'll never forget the answer that she gave me, or at least the, the thing that she said next. And she just looked at me dead in the eye. We're standing in line at like some like Portuguese chicken restaurant in the middle of Botswana, I think. Um, at this we were like, about to order. I remember we're like looking up at the menu, sort of like having a conversation side by side, looking up. Go ahead. Yeah. And she said, she just looks at me dead in the eye. Um, and says, how are you going to ever get a girl like that when you act the way that you do? And then she just walked and sat down and just left me there in line. And I remember thinking like, uh, that did not quite go <laughs> how I wanted it to go. Um, yeah. Sometimes I just say what's on my mind, <laughs> but I think at that point, like I knew I liked him and he obviously liked me cause he's like telling me that's who he likes basically. Um, but then from then on, Jesse sort of I feel like you grew up a little. I didn't, I don't, I wouldn't say I changed you. Would you say that? Uh, I don't, I don't know. I think that like at that point, like in, in, you know, she had seen me working in this organization where, um, like I, I had gone over there with what I had thought to, you know, the job description I thought was going to be ended up really not being there. So I didn't really have a ton of responsibility while I was over there. So I, you know, got to like chip in wherever I could. Um, and then, you know, put on projects with, with Becky. And, and other than that, she got to see me just kind of like living life, essentially running around, having a good time. And, and, you know, at the same time trying to do whatever I can for this organization. And so she saw me as this person with like, you know, this 20 year old year old kid with no responsibilities, just kind of like living life and don't do whatever he wants to do because that's, you know, pretty much exactly what I was doing. And so, um, when I think she, uh, like saw that she saw me as this immature and she kind of equated that thing uh, I've together. I've always been like a responsible, like older for my age, I would say not always. I've had my days as well, but for the most part, I feel like I've been older for my age. And I would say up until that point, I mean, I didn't know you, you tell me, were you younger for your age at that point? <laughs> I don't know if I'd say younger, but like, I think it was just like the mix of the yeah. situation plus the seven in me that was just like, you know, making the best of the situation and like having, having fun. And, and I think that, that, you know, she, she saw me just being like super immature when that necessarily wasn't like totally the case, I think, but it just forced me to be like, okay, like I got to stop just like taking this not seriously, um, and really start like upping, you know, 
what I could be contributing, not just to like the potential relationship that we had together, but like just in, in general and the way that I was acting and, you know, things that I would say in meetings, uh, not necessarily like super bad things by any means, but just like, okay, 21 like, year old guy, he's stuff. a 20 year old year old year old kid. Um, and so I think it just forced me to really think about, okay, okay. Like what am I really doing here? And if she's thinking that way, or is everyone else thinking that same way about me? And just kind of forced me to ask myself some of those questions. And, um, you know, one thing about, uh, me and maybe, I don't know if this is very seven or not, Becky will have to tell me, um, <laughs> uh, she's the Enneagram expert in our house. But, um, but like w- once I figure out what I want to do, or like once I make up my mind about something and like, I'm going to do it and I'm going to like go all the way into it. And so, um, I think that she saw like a pretty drastic shift. He started making very <laughs> obvious changes from like, just kind of not giving a care in the world to like, no, I don't even remember what the things were, but I remember like half smiling, half rolling my eyes in a sweet, cute way, whatever it was like, whether it was, he was just stepping up. He stepped up big time. And I saw that and we very quickly, you know, became a thing and started hanging out all the time. And, um, yeah, that, it all happened very fast. Yeah. I think that, you know, once we got back, um, uh, you know, from that trip, we started like really dating and hanging out and she got me to like trained for a half marathon and I, sh- I should say she didn't get me to she like mentioned that she wanted to do it and, and I then was he told me he was going point. to to impress me but then <laughs> he stopped running like after we got married <laughs> that's not true I've done a couple things here and there. I did a triathlon um, but anyways I think that um, you know everything started happening super quickly I think that after even after we got back from Africa I got back from Africa and I think that like I told her I wanted to spend the rest of my life with her like two months after we had really started dating maybe three months um, and then it all kind of happened from there. She got, she, I came back in, uh, December, um, and then she came back in March, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we were engaged in July, July, July and married 8th. in November. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It all happened very fast. It's sort of funny just to think like whenever we talk about it, how it's just so circumstantial and like God obviously did a lot of work in a lot of that because I mean, my goodness, we lived 10 minutes from each other and we met. I don't know how many miles is 12,000 a long way. So yeah. Halfway across the world. We, but. we are essentially like on the seat, the side of the bachelor bachelorette. I think, you know, we are constantly together, you know, doing all these things that there were no hot tubs, no, no hot tubs. <laughs> um, but you know, just doing fun things like driving out and going to see a waterfall mm-hmm. or, you know, driving, uh, you know, across Southern Africa together and, um, you know, seeing a bunch of really cool, you know, beautiful places together. Uh, it just kind of, you know, uh, expedited things to be happen a lot faster than they would have, I think anywhere else. Yeah. Um, I'm going to ask Jesse some questions. We didn't talk about this at all, but he's a seven and really good on the fly. So we'll see what happens. Uh, what would you say Jess is like the biggest lesson that you have learned in 10 years of marriage? Oh, that is a big, a I, big question. I ask a lot of big questions on the show. <laughs> I think that the biggest lesson uh, is a lesson that I've learned uh, over and over and over and over and over and over again. I probably will continue to learn this lesson over and over again in a lot of small ways, um, but it's it's in everyday things. It's just like thinking that um, that I'm not in this necessarily alone. We're not like two separate people, but every decision, every action that I make has an effect on you know that this partner that I have in life. 
And whether that is, uh, you know, an emotional, uh, aspect or a financial aspect or, you know, like, you know, in, in, in any category of our life, there's, there's potential, um, you know, uh, she's going to be affected in, in that, in, in one of those ways or, you know, multiple ways for every action or every decision that I make. And I think that me being, you know, not to blame it on being spontaneous or being a seven, um, but that is something that like I, you know, had to learn that. I can't just go do things that I want to do. Or I can't just like, Oh yeah, that'll be fine. Like we can make that work. Um, you know, without thinking about like, Oh, how, how is this going to make Becky feel? Or how is she going to, you know, does she want to do that? And even to the point of like, when we go to, when we would go to parties, uh, or like, you make uh, it sound like we're going clubbing. <laughs> <laughs> when we go to like, you know, a, a Christmas party or yeah. something, you know, me and being like an extreme extrovert, I'm like, Oh, I'm going to go talk to people. And, and, and without thinking like, Oh, like maybe Becky wants to like come with me and like, you know, like, Oh no, she knows people. She'll be fine when it's like, okay, she might know like one or two people at this thing. And she just feels like I just ditched her. And that was, that was a, I think a lot of that was earlier years for sure. And I think we were like learning, we weren't together very long. Like Jesse said before we got engaged and married. And I think some of that came with like some of my insecurities and like who I am. And I think a lot of that is like lessened over the years. I feel like you gain more confidence and just security in each other, for sure. like the longer you're, but that, yeah. That's just one example mm. of, of like how I, I needed to be able to consider, uh, you know, the effect and how every decision I make isn't just a decision for me. And that's like, oh, that's like a s simple lesson. But I've learned that same lesson, you know, in so many different situations. And I think that uh, and that's something that I'm going to probably continue have to learn. Yeah. Um, but something that hopefully I've been getting better at. And that's just thinking through, you know. Hey, like, what would Becky think about this? Or like, is this something that she would want to do with me? Or like, Hey, like if I do this, what, what am I, what is like Becky having to say no to, or, you know, like looking at all the different um, sides of it and just being, you know, considerate, I think is something that doesn't it sounds like I'm a terrible person, but um, like me, making sure that I'm just considering like, Hey, like, is she okay with this? I'm um, just being considerate in those everyday decisions and mm -hmm. everyday things um, is probably you know, one of the biggest things that I've had to change mm -hmm. uh, at least or get better at. Um, and I think that when I do that, our, our marriage obviously feels uh, better. We feel so much more connected. Mm -hmm. And I think that uh, a big part of that is just because Becky is so intentional with people. And um, it's something that, uh, you know, she's always thinking about other people's feelings and always considering I'm like, Oh, what if I say this, is anyone in this room going to feel uh, offended or feel hurt? Um, or feel like I'm not being considerate of their feelings. Um, and so I think that the, both sides of those things, like we were on the opposite extremes of that. And so that uh, kind of coming back to the, to the question is, that's probably the biggest, biggest lessons that I've learned and will continue to learn. Yeah. What has been one of your most fun memories with me? Oh, there's so many. Uh, there is. Though. She just gave me this look like, okay, come on. But the way he said it, there's so many. There are. We've done, we've been able to do a, a lot of really fun things yeah, together. I yeah. think that if there's one benefit um, to, to infertility and struggling to have, have, a, have, a, have a family um, and the, you know, the weight of the adoption is, you know, we got a lot of time to just kind of be with each other and, and do a lot of really fun things. We've done a lot of traveling and a lot of, um, you know, backpacking trips and camping and other fun trips too, <laughs> but a, a lot of stuff. And I think that if I had to pick one moment though, or one trip or, you know, one thing, oh man, um, I'd probably say, 
I'm totally putting him on the spot. You totally are. Um, let me just go through a couple. <laughs> <laughs> let me just read off a list. Yeah, I think that um, uh, a trip we did to Oregon uh, mm. a couple mm. years ago uh, was super fun. We like, you know, had a, had I don't know three or four days to essentially like do all of these things that we wanted to do. So we flew into Portland, rented a car, and kind of like did a loop of of the state. I think we stayed uh, in. A- different Airbnb every night because we were like doing a loop. Yeah. And I just remember like being, uh, just like having a ton of fun on that trip. I think that we, uh, like it was not so fast paced that we weren't able to like sit and hang out and talk. And, and there's a lot of driving too. That's something that we've just always loved doing is just like driving, putting the windows down and T Swift. Yeah. Sing, singing along to my, uh, teeny bopper music. We found this alpaca farm. I remember we were going to drive right past it. I think that was one of my favorite parts of the trip. We were driving. I don't even know if we were talking about anything serious or not. And all of a sudden, like on the left side, we see this alpaca farm. Like we drove past it and then we turned around to go back and we weren't going to. And I'm so glad we did because I don't know why, if you've ever been to an alpaca farm, it's really fun. Like they're just so funny. They're such funny animals. And we had the GoPro and I didn't really want them to get my bite in my hand. So Jesse did most of the feeding, but we were laughing so hard at these funny animals and it was just felt freeing just being outside and fresh air and like something that since I am a one, I don't do a ton of spontaneous things, but having Jesse in my life has obviously helped with a lot of that, but, um, it was just really fun. We were laughing a lot. I remember that. That was a good one. Um, you know, we've, I remember like Becky's first backpacking trip that we went on. Um, and the only reason I wouldn't probably pick this one is the the top, the top moment uh, is because I maybe overestimated, um, Becky's willingness to like fight through the pain that can be backpacking sometimes. Once I get cold, I have a really hard time warming up and my tolerance (laughs) for pain, like a toe that is like shoved in a boot the wrong way. And that you still have like 50 miles to hike that day. 50. But you know what I mean? Like, anyway, Jesse is, those things don't bother him. And I have a, I'm, I'm a little more uncomfortable with those things. Yeah. Well, so that, that was, that was, a, so that was, fun. <laughs> that was fun. Um, I think that one more, uh, that, that really stands out is we, you know, uh, in our previous uh, business that we, when we were wedding photographers and uh, we shot a wedding out in Colorado and, uh, we, you know, flew into Denver and we stayed at one of Becky's friends who live, who lives out there. And then we drove out to the venue, which was in, in Crested Butte during like the time of like where all the colors. The peak were. week of like the yeah. Aspen's turning. Totally. And so uh, I remember just being out there and, you know, we, were, we got to be out there for, you know, a handful of days. I'm um, just kind of like walk around and explore the mountain and, you know, see these like, beautiful, like, you know, we're talking these groves that are massive. Uh, I think it's actually the biggest Aspen Grove in the United States Mm -hmm. maybe. Um, but so beautiful. And we're just like hiking around We're we're, uh, I think it was supposed to be a four hour drive and it, well, to get there was an eight hour drive because I have a problem (laughs) with road trips and like wanting to just like see and take pictures of everything. But I mean, it flew by, it went really fast, eight hours with those Aspens. That was, yeah, that was a, a really great trip. And, uh, one actually other trip that just a lot of our, and a lot of our best memories are, are us getting out in the world and just experiencing new things mm-hmm. and traveling. Um, but, 
uh, I think that the kind of the last trip that I'd mentioned is uh, we were out on the East Coast working with a client with our, our coaching and consulting, our business coaching business. Business and, number two. Yeah, business number <laughs> two. And um, we were getting on the East Coast and, and randomly one of our friends was going to be in New York uh, like oh, yeah. these same days. And so we're like, hey, like, let's drive from Maryland to New York. Like that's close, right? Me being the like typical California where I think geography, it's like anything east of Colorado is the same place. Um, and, or at least I have zero, uh, uh, you know, uh, zero idea of like how close everything is and in proximity to everything else. So anyways, we're like, yeah, we'll, we'll just go up there. I'll drive a couple hours and we'll, we'll stay. I think we only stayed for two nights, maybe. Mm -hmm. uh, I think maybe. it was 36 hour. Maybe no, it must've been two nights. Anyway, yeah. anyways, it was very fast, it was fast, fast. but we get out there and, and, um, you know, we had never uh, been to New York together. I had been, uh, you know, for like my eighth grade trip or something like that. And I've never really thought of myself as like a huge city person, but I just remember having so much fun out there with our friends, Chelsea and Phil. I think they were out there on like a baby moon mm -hmm. or, uh, yeah. We crashed their baby moon pretty yeah, much. We totally <laughs> did. Um, but we just had so much fun just walking around, seeing everything. Um, uh, we didn't really have an agenda. Um, mm -hmm. and so we're just like, Hey, what do you want to do now? Oh, let's go look at the uh, let's go to the natural history museum. Oh, let's go check out the nine 11 Memorial. Oh, let's go check out central park. Um, and we just kind of like went through whatever we wanted to do. And I just remember being, uh, like so grateful that we not only get to do this, um, but it was just so fun for us to kind of just like have no agenda. And I think at that time in our lives, like things were starting to get really busy and we we're preparing for, I think we're in the, the adoption process at that point. Um, and so there's always, you know, to-do lists on to-do lists on to-do lists. And, uh, I just remember like being so, it was like such a freeing trip, you know, it was like so unplanned and we just had such a great time. And, you know, some of our best friends, uh, were out there, um, and it just kind of made it even better. Yeah. Got any questions for me? <laughs> oh man, really putting me on the spot. Um, if you could do anything in our marriage differently oh from, from the get go, what do you think you would have done differently? Me personally or like us together done differently? Either way. Hmm. I, I like to be right. <laughs> and I am a one, not that this is not an Enneagram podcast, but I feel like I've been learning so much about it lately that it's been so helpful. Like, I feel like there's black and white, like right and wrong. And I have had a hard time in the past, like, admitting I'm wrong a also like being faster to forgive and like move forward. And I, I know I've gotten better over the years, but in early years, um, that was something that was really hard for me. And I think I've just like dealt with that in different like issues and relationships and stuff with that in my life. So it wasn't just Jesse, but I have, and he is the always like the fastest to forgive. Like, I don't know if I've ever been that in any argument we've ever had maybe once, I don't know, in 10 years, maybe, maybe, but point being like, I see him do that and I admire him for it. Sometimes it even annoys me because I'm like, no, how are you already over this? Like, I just need to be mad for a minute. But over the years, I just see that that's like, that's his character. That's just, he wants to move forward and have the best, see the best in life and, and just make the most out of everything. So I think for me personally, it would be letting go of some things faster and sooner things that aren't important. And again, like you said, you have certain lessons you've been learning over and over again in life. And obviously I've talked about on the podcast before, for me, it's a lot of like control, surrender, letting go, um, no matter what the situation is, whether it's something big, like trying to have a baby or 
something not as big, but still very important, like an argument with my husband where I can just let it go. So I think I would do that differently, but I don't know if I knew, I think some of it just was like natural growth of like not growing up. I was old enough. It was just maturity, I guess. Um, some of that stuff has come with time, but that, so what I'm really trying to say is I'm sorry for all the times (laughs) that I didn't say I'm sorry. And now everybody gets to hear it. Yeah, I'll take it. All right. (laughs) And she makes it sound like it's like this thing where like, she's always mad at me or something, you know, and then probably 90% of the time I, I deserve however she's mad at me. Um, mostly probably because I am not being considerate. So, um, that is, I'm not considering her feelings, uh, at least, um, that's probably 90% of the, the strife. Yeah. Strife. Is that sure? Strife is good. Strife in our marriage. Mm-hmm. So just a quick little background. So 10 years we've been married. We started a photography business when we came home from South Africa in 2009. And then in 2014, we started Idealist, our coaching business. And now like both of us are on this new path sort of, and we still have our coaching business. Um, where if you had to say like five years ago, like, would you guess Jesse right now is running a social ad agency? Um, it's called Till. Um, and I started this podcast. I'm working on my book proposal. I have the proposal, but I'm working on um, finding, an agent. finding a literary agent. So we're both on kind of like new things right now in our life. Like, would you have ever guessed like this is where we would be? Huh. Someone just asked me this question uh, uh, recently and um it was asked a little bit differently, but, um, essentially, you know, they, they asked, um, like if, if you were, you know, five years ago, if you were looking at like, Hey, like what, what, what do you want your, like your best life to look like in yeah. five years? Um, you know, do, and do you, would you feel like you're, you're living that now? And I think that, and I answered that question. Yeah. Like I think in the, the big important things in life, uh, I really feel like, like we are, Um, and so looking back, you know, five years ago, I I wouldn't necessarily say that like, oh, I would be doing, uh, this ad agency Mm -hmm. and, oh, Becky would be starting a podcast and like me and Becky would be working, you know, more independently than we've ever worked at, you know, for the last 10 years, because we we've literally done everything together, which has been so awesome. You know, our photography business, we shot together, you know, we worked in the same room, um, our office, you know, we shared an office and we literally did everything together. We, you know, on, on the coaching business, we did it all together. Um, and so I think that that probably would be the biggest thing where it's like, no, like I, I, I would have never, never mm-hmm. necessarily envisioned that. Um, but I think in the big things, uh, you know, I think that like, yeah, you know, I think that we like still the things that we value, the things that we like want to, you know, do with, with our, our family, um, like getting outside still and and making time for adventures and, um, you know, prioritizing, uh, you know, the things that are important to to us and our family. I think that, you know, though in those things, 100%, like I can, I totally imagine that we'd be doing those things as well. But as far as like the, the, the details of it all, um, (laughs) I have no idea. Um, but I think that that also just plays into like, for me, um, you know, I, I always say that like my life has been, uh, kind of like guided by opportunities, like very little planning. You know, I was a, I was a pre-med major, um, and, uh, you know, I did three years pre-med and decided, ah, this isn't for me. I'm going to move to South Africa. Um, and I've had a lot of planning in my life, <laughs> Yeah, you know, and then, 
we got back from South Africa and I'm like, oh yeah, let's Becky start in the photography business. Oh, maybe I should, we should do that together. That sounds awesome. Um, you know, we both have the skill sets for that. Like let's, let's do that. Um, you know, and then the coaching business was another, you know, Hey, like we had this idea, it was an opportunity to kind of start something new. Um, so, so we took it. And so I think that, uh, we've been consistent with asking ourselves and like having conversations around what's the worst that can happen. And we've, I feel like we've approached that a lot of times in our life with like big, big stuff, little stuff, but like, that's something we keep coming back to. Um, that I think has been really beneficial for us because in our minds, it's like the worst that's going to happen is our passion, whatever we're like really trying to do here, it might not work out and that's okay. Like we have to go get a job. We'll go get a job. Yeah. And you know, I, I, not to like downplay, uh, you know, people that are dealing with unemployment right. or, or having a hard time finding, you know, that perfect job for them. But, you know, f- you know, worst comes to worst, like we'll do what we need to do to take care of our family. If I have to go work at McDonald's for a couple of months to make sure that my family can eat, like you know, we'll do what we need to do. And like, that's worst case scenario. And, you know, if that's the worst case scenario, um, you know, it's from, not that bad. from everything that we've seen in, in our, in our travels and in the, the ministries that we worked with, um, uh, you know, like we can live with that. Um, you know, like, and that, that comes back to like the answer, like the, the five-year question, like the important things are going to stay the same, you know, whether we're making, uh, you know, $30,000 a year or or something more than that, um, like we're still going to make time and then our priorities aren't going to be different. And I think that that's something that, you know, one thing just in, in our marriage that I think throughout the entire, uh, you know, last 10 years, we've done really well. Yeah. And that's and something that we've been really intentional at making sure that we're on the same page about. And, and if there's one thing that um, uh, has saved, I think it's like Becky's constant uh, uh, like willingness to like challenge me on like, hey, like, is this really what we want to be doing? Um, like, is that opportunity that you want to take that's totally random um, and potentially pretty expensive really going to help us kind of go go on the right path? And and I think that. Uh, you know, the, based on those things, uh, and, and our willingness to continue to pursue those things, um, it's probably something that I think is, is really like really probably been the best thing for our marriage that, that we could have done. And, you know, I don't even necessarily know that we did that intentionally at the beginning. I think it was just that our priorities aligned and then we started doing it more and more intentionally as time went on, as we grew, uh, not only as a couple, but, mm-hmm. but as individuals as well. Yeah, I think so too. Thanks Jess. Yeah. Got anything else? Oh, I had one more question. Um, and it was, so when you started this podcast, did you ever think that you'd be having me on this podcast? I didn't, but then our 10th anniversary was coming along and I thought the world needs to hear Jesse, to see him, hear him, not see him, (laughs) (laughs) but to meet him, I guess I should say. And I have a lot of ideas and goals and things I want to talk about on this podcast. And I also want to just bring my family into it. And Jesse is my producer. He edits everything. He puts it all together. He sets it all up for me and tells me to push a big green button. Um, So even though we're not technically doing this business together, he is a big part of it. And I'm really thankful for that because I love being married to my IT guy. Not just for that reason. (laughs) I love him for many other reasons, but it's really cool to have him um, just help me and encourage me and support me in something that kind of came out of nowhere. That's all I got. Thanks, Jess, for coming on. Anytime. There will probably be more interviews with Jesse, depending on how well this episode does. And 
uh, potentially some <laughs> interviews with Vera too in the future. Uh, I think that one will be a fun one. That will be fun. Again, don't forget to check out the show notes where we have all of the info and links and resources we talked about in the show. You can go to beckymorquecho.com, B-E-C-K-Y-M-O-R-Q-U-E-C-H-O.com. Thanks for listening in.